Note to self, I miss you terribly. This is what all a tragedy. Come back to me. Come back to me. Today, we're talking about Dear Diary, My Teenage Angst Has a Body Count by From First to Last. So grab the tightest pants you can find, because it's time to get in the pit. I'm honestly surprised you didn't go with Dear Diary, My Teenage Bullshit Has a Body Count. And I that... know. But this was, this is like the line. I try to go for like the line. To me, like the other one's the line, because it's also the name of the record. Yeah, but this is what everyone knows. I guess like the one song like I knew first was actually Ride the Rings right. of Pestilence. Yeah, yeah. But this is the, this is the single. Well, so was the other one. That those were the two singles. It's true. I thought about it. I thought about going for my other favorite lyric in the in this in the record. But we'll about we'll, Morrissey. <laughs> yeah, we'll go. We'll get into that later. The um, racist lyric. <laughs> What's up? This is getting the pit with uh, Esai and Oster. I'm uh, Oster. <laughs> you said you're Esai. I know. I'm Oster. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Esai. Uh, What's up, motherfuckers? Open this shit up. Today we're going to talk about, um, so when we talk about metalcore, it's, it's broad, okay? We're using a very like generalization of metalcore, yeah. essentially talking about anything that would be involved in the quote-unquote scene from yes. a very specific era, like 2000s, like think of just the 2000s. Yeah. Maybe a little bit of the 2010s, maybe a little half end of the 90s, but like honestly, it's when like, Hot Topic was getting big, yes. and, like, every, like, 400-cap venue was having shows, like, fucking four times a week. And mm-hmm. you could go see It Dies a Day, and the next night, Darkest Hour, and the next night, Poison the Well. Yeah. It was great, and I call that April 2007, <laughs> you know? Um, but, yeah, this is... Um... <sighs> So, like, we covered from on to ashes. I would call that much more metalcore than this. Yeah. We also the, covered the Warriors, which is much more core than this. Yes. Yes. We, we, but you know what? Like, if you say, and if you were into music in, like, 2003, 2004, you liked it all. You probably saw this fucking band at least touring with the band that you enjoy. Yeah. I remember oh, they, yeah. they were with Every Time I Die in the Blood at a show at one of our thousand cap venues yeah i remember that show because during this band i was outside yeah yeah um i saw this band from first to last um at uh warp tour i also and saw them there their singer was wearing a slipknot shirt and it was tight i think you and i were like freshly acquainted because i remember gabe because it was from first to last and then the blood played yeah and we I were remember, there for the blood. Like I remember Gabe pitting so hard. The blood? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And everyone had bandanas on because it was so so dusty. It was. And so Yeah, I mean this band is a band that if you were into the scene at this time, like you at least knew and probably hated. Yeah. If you were like a fresh kid that just went into hot topic, you probably loved them. And like at the end of the day, it's like without those kids. Then probably eventually then got into better music. Mm-hmm. Like, where the fuck would the scene be? 
I mean, like, I I was into bullshit. I was into yeah. um I was into a lot of bad music and this was one of the bands I was like pretty into, although I have I never listened to this record in full. Because there are some songs I just didn't know. Well um, it's like when I remember like probably two thousand eight, there are certain people who are into like a lot of Rise Records metalcore. Mm-hmm. And then like by like twenty ten or twenty eleven it's like they love terror. Yeah. And like, it's like, that's like a progression that happened. It's like, mm-hmm. talk, talk and look at like uh, Devin, for instance. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, guest Previous friend. Guest. Yeah. Devin from Rejection Pact. Me and him talk about the band of Static Lullaby a lot together. Because <laughs> that band was fucking sick for what they played. But then, like, you then like find other bands and you go deeper and deeper into it. Because, like, that's just like what happens with any type of fandom. With anything, yeah. and even though, like, probably at the time, I probably felt I was too good for this band. Mm-hmm. Looking back, that's just me being always a little bit of a shithead. But you know what? We all go through that. Yeah. Especially when we try to claim something is ours and we feel it's ours. Yeah. Like it's like you want to reject like all these new jacks that are in it. And granted, yeah, like sometimes there's like new people that are in it. They're just in it because it's a fad. Mm-hmm. But it's like at the end of the day, without like some of those new kids, like we are going to shows a lot more. Like they were wearing like. Prada shirts that yeah, never worked yeah. Prada then ended up getting into better music. It's like then we wouldn't have anything else. Like yes. You're not gonna come out of the womb listening to fucking Madball unless you're Mark. Yeah, unless your dad is into <laughs> Madball. Took you to see Poison the Well and Hatebreed when you were nine. Yeah, like you're, <laughs> like most people aren't gonna be listening to fucking like one like won't the underdogs or whatever. Like right out the gate when they like start liking music. It's like no, yeah. you you find Linkin Park, and then you find Finch, and yeah. then you find Thursday, and then you find all these other bands. But if you go the Christian route, you listen to fucking uh, Pillar, Thousand Foot, <laughs> Thousand Foot Crutch, and Pillar, and P.O.D., and then and then it's under just, oath. Then it's just Tooth and Nail. Mm-hmm. This year, 2004, was a big year for me personally, and a big year for this scene and for Hot Topic. Yes. So I want to run down a little list of records that came out in the year 2004. Oh, okay, is the okay. Year this record came out. Oh, I'm going to give like a little one line about each of them? Sure. Okay. Uh, I have no idea. You, like, you did this on yourself, by the way. Like, yes, I, yes. I, this is my actual reactions. And I Googled Emo Records 2004. And okay. there's gonna, I'm going to say some of the ones that are funny. Uh, Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge by My Chemical Romance. I wanted to like it. I actually bought a shirt and a belt and a belt for the from this band. Like you know, like the shirt was like a thank you for the venom because I liked the first record. Yeah. After listening to this, I was not that happy. Yeah, but biggest record of quote unquote emo. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Where you want to be by Taking Back Sunday. Uh, favorite Taking Back Sunday record. Uh, The Silence in Black and White by Hawthorne Heights. Hated it. At one point, probably in 2004, Hawthorne Heights, I would have said, is my favorite band. Ooh, I, I hated them from day one because yeah. they compared them to Thursday and somebody else. I'm like, that, no, that don't sound like Thursday. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in Love and Death by The Used. Didn't get into The Used. I I liked a hit, um, but that's about it. Let I it know the taste you. of ink. Let It Enfold You by Senses Fail. like that record. That record rocks. Um. They're only chasing safety by Under Oath. 
the pinnacle. Yeah. Uh, this is one of the weird ones that on this list. Um, As the Roots Undo by Circle Takes the Square. I understand why it's on there. <clears throat> um, but I uh, in 2006, I got into a lot of this style of music. Yeah. And because uh, of uh, my friend Albert. Albert. Yeah. And Albert Ma got me into a lot of shit like this. And this record's still really fucking good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. Um, I never got into uh, quote unquote screams. I did for like a hot minute. A hot minute. Mine was like a good like six months where all I would listen to was like Orchid, Circle Takes a Square, Page 99. I love the band Hot Cross. She saw about, them in 2005 with Hope's Fall. What about La Quiet? Yeah, I love them too. Like anything <laughs> that would have been on like one of those like compilations with 20 songs, but it was like 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, emo, like the emo Armageddon one. Oh, great. Emo violence, uh, baby. Uh, Sirens, and Condolences, Sirens and Condolences by Bayside. Never got uh, into Bayside. Um, I, I feel like I them, tried to. I've I saw them a them thousand a times. times. He sings the same it, the whole time and is boring to me. I think that, I think that it just was boring, the, but I got it. Like I got it. Like I the song about the van flip is really good. <laughs> makes sense. That sucks. <laughs> uh, Watch Out by Alexis on Fire. Fucking oh my! That uh, we got actually. This is where we got to have Randy on. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Talk about Alexis on Fire. Me and him can go off on some Alexis on Fire. Record's amazing. Uh, the Week's End by Emery. I big like... Big for me. I like Walls. Yeah, big record for me. Uh, when this type of music tried to go mainstream, uh, the Red Up Jumpsuit Apparatus by the Red Jumpsuit Apparatus. Brady really liked the version where there was more screaming. He yeah. loved... He loves breakdowns in spots that shouldn't be breakdowns. Um, oh, there's another whole line. Uh, this record, Dear Diary, okay. um, is a real boy by Say Anything. Never got into Say Anything. Um, I hated them with a passion. Call you on the phone and you yeah. yourself. Um, until I saw them play that record like 20 years later. Great. It was incredible. I want to say one time we were at a bar and I want to say... It was Taylor and I and like yep. another person and somebody played that song yep. five times in a row. Yep. Yep. Um, the Chronicles of Life and Death by Good Charlotte. Never got into that band. I missed a lot of like aside from New Found Glory, all those like big pop punk bands I didn't really like. Um, speaking of New Found Glory, uh Catalyst came out in two thousand four. Mm. Um, that, that that's the fucking one. Like I think that's their best one. It's a good mix of like being a little heavier, being pop punk, and then also being a little more mainstream. Yeah. Still not getting any by Simple Plan. This was Never like the pop punk boom of like main. It was the pop punk. It was the pop punk last breath. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Up in Them Guts by Planes Mistaken for Stars. Wow. I haven't thought of that band in fucking 20 years. Um, and then this is a personal one for me. New Medicines by Dead Poetic. Okay. I listened to this, like, literally about three or four weeks ago. I'm like, I wonder if this holds up. Because I figured we would talk about this record. Okay. Because we the were one bringing before the... is a little heavier. It is, but this is their best one. But mm. I, it's, we brought them up because we were talking about... I forgot who we were talking about. 
like they kind of randomly came up like that poetic did yeah yeah and i'm like okay we're probably gonna listen to this let me get a baseline because it's been a long time yeah um it's very good okay um they kind of knew what they were doing and i think they did themselves a disservice by saying trying to distance himself from like screaming and all that because like it actually added a little bit of little just a little extra seasoning on top yeah they they needed it because their their next record didn't really have that kind of shit and it was really boring yeah i i didn't i was out after this one i was really into this one i saw them with calico system on that record that's a i think this is something that i was actually talking about with devin because we need to just have like an episode where we just talk about like these D and D level metalcore bands. Yeah, yeah. Because like it's like I I really like Calico System, but it's like, are we gonna fucking really talk about like they live in a whole episode? Because it's kind of pointless. Because it's like there's gonna be ten people that are gonna be stoked. Yeah. Like, yeah. and I'm talking about in the whole U.S. that probably won't even listen to this. <laughs> the five of them are the members of that band, and two of them are Devin and I. Yeah, I think I listened to one song from them. Mark really liked them. Um, but yeah, I said all that to say 2004. Like, if I kind of want to look up Hot Topic sales and see when it peaked, because I guess it was 2004. Yeah. Um, until wrestling became Hot Topic's new thing. Um, Just pop culture became Hot Topic's thing. Yeah, but like, it was the music store. When I was a kid, I wasn't allowed to go in there. My mom was like, no, that store's not, not for you. Too scary. Hmm. I was like, Mom, I just wanna buy I just wanna buy an MXPX shirt. That's funny. But I remember this is like 2004 when I was going to school for school clothes shopping. It's like I went to like Sun or Zoomies and got pants. Because they, they were the only place that sold like Either pants for guys, mm-hmm. and then all of my school clothes, my shirts, are ordered like on like Merch Now or Merch Direct or whatever. Nice. Like, yeah. all, and that's all I got. It's like it's like my Thursday from out to Ashley's, like it's on fire. That My Chemical Romance, like the Thank You for the Venom shirt or whatever. Like uh, that's all. Like that was my school clothes shopping was all just online, like from bands. And like it was great. <laughs> I never bought band shirts there. Um, but I did have three Napoleon Dynamite shirts. Vote for Pedro? I had a vote for Pedro Good. and then two other ones. Um, I had a Don Vito for president shirt, Bam Margera's uncle. Who's dead and also was, I think, notable, like a weird piece of shit. Yeah, I didn't um, know that as a kid. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, so Jenna, every now and then, like, that's one of her comfort shows. Yeah. It's like, that's what she watched while growing up. I would to this day, you know, like where they like I pressed on a bunch of hamburgers on his shirts. I'd wear a pocket print hamburger shirt. <laughs> it was just like a white shirt and had a pocket print hamburger. I'm like, like that's that rocks. Like that's yeah, cool. I would wear that too. I have a lot of cool ideas. Yeah. Um I, my, I, my shirt that I has a chest print toaster that just says cool. Yeah. My best one. Yeah. But also you kinda have that shirt with your Trent shirt that just says bread. It doesn't even say bread. It just has oh, a, it slice just has of bread. a piece of bread on it. Yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm gonna buy a new one because my my old one's like super faded. And I saw a picture of, from a few years ago. I'm like, oh my god, that still looks like bread there. <laughs> I'm like, I need a new one. So I'm gonna probably buy myself a new bread shirt. Hell yeah. 
Um, well, let's get let's get into your diary. My teenage has a my teen angst has a body count by from first to last. Oh, okay. So I'm gonna just uh, throw some more 2004 records at you real quick. Oh, I missed some. Okay. Well, emo? I just kind of I just kind of Google did a quick you did Google. emo. Yes. I'm putting I did metalcore because it was a big okay. year for metalcore too. Okay. I'll do some quick hitters for you. Okay. The end of heartache by Kill Switch Engage. Oh, uh, uh, very polished, very a polished blue, metal. A blueprint. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The oncoming star by Brandon. Unearth. Um, Brian and Brandon's favorite band. Um, at the time, that and like, like. They're saying uh, at the time. What's the? There was one that's like it seems Halloween themed. Um, by Unearth? No, 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 no. Another band. Oh. Like something end. Summer's End. Summer's End. Yeah, they fucking love Summer's End. So um, on Friday at 9.20 a.m., Brian texted in a group chat, in the gym today, how'd this come out in 2004? And it was the picture of the oncoming storm. <laughs> um, Ashes of the Wake by Lamb of God. Okay. There's no metalcore then. Cursed by Atreyu. Oh, big. Of Malice and the Magnum Heart by Misery Signals. Mm, it's fine. Whatever. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Probably uh, the best metalcore yeah. record. There's, there's so many. Miss Machine by Dillinger Escape Plan. You Fail Me by Converge. Okay. This is what the edge of your seat was made for. Bring me the horizon. The funeral Wait, what's, of God. What's that one? That's the one with the, like, read they have no reflections. Was that before, like, so nail my coffin one more time? Yeah. Okay, wow. I thought um, that was their first one, like, for Stevie Wonder's Eyes Only or whatever. Yeah, there was one before, it was the EP before that. Same kid? Same yeah. kid? Yeah, it was Ollie. And, like, wow. Lee Malia. Um, this Dark and Heart by All That Remains, Obsession by 18 Visions. Wow. Or damaged by fear before the march of flames. Okay, I am, big. For I me. am Hollywood by He Is Legend. Uh oh. So this is when bands were getting weird, and like Fear Before and He Is Legend were like the weird bands. They were the weirder bands, but they were still playing metalcore. They still played breakdown. Yeah. yeah um, but... The Cat of Choir by It Dies Today. Okay. Everything is alive. Everything is breathing. Nothing is dead. Nothing is bleeding. By the Chariot. Um, okay. 3750 by the Acacia Strain. Um, let's see here. Let's see. I'm trying to just find some other ones that were like All Hail the Dead by Walls of Jericho. Okay. Burning Bridges by Haste the Day. Ooh, big. Women and Children Die First by Remembering Never. Uh, one of my favorite records of all time. <laughs> yeah. It, um, and then like bands like, uh, like Full Blown Chaos Wake the Demons on Earth As It Is in Hell by Martyr AD. Okay. Like, it was a huge year for, like, all these fucking, like, the whole scene. Like, yeah. from, like, emo to hardcore to metalcore, it was all there. 2004 was, like, the year. Yeah. It's, it's, it's insane. Like, looking back, like, we were just, like, so, like, fucking spoiled. And I don't think I was going to shows until 05. I was going in, 04 was when I first started, like, really, really going. Yeah. 
like I, I remember I went to that warp tour. I went to like a bunch like some of the shows at the venue. I think the venue started like in that year. Like well, at the maybe well, at the very before, tail end of 03. Before it was something else. It was like an all ages dance club. It was the flame. Then yeah. it became the venue. But like other shows would happen like at like JD's and Friends and Sixth and Main. And there's a bunch of other places. Yeah, that see, I never went to JD's. I did. I never I never went there. But every time the I last... die in Zayo there. Damn. I, I remember actually I remember that show because it was one, it was like one of the most violent shows I'd went to. Mm-hmm. Also, I got like they didn't give a fuck if you were running on stage. But I think at the end of every time I die set, they played Romeo a Go Go. I remember just being like I'm like fucking like I don't know I'm a teenager. And, like people just rush the stage, so I just somehow weaseled my way in. Where I had I was like me and Keith Buckley hand like arm in arm, and I'm yelling into the mic with him at the last part. And I'm like, this is so cool. <laughs> I was a kid. Yeah, I'm like, this is dope. Like, this is the did best. You, did you tickle Lily Sykes? No, but uh, Fabian did. No, Gabe I did. No, Fabian was, was running. Fabian was running in place in like loafers next to him, like slippers. Were, were he was they so like, drunk. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Like, because I was at that show and I was like, were they just extremely drunk? Uh, Fabian, yes. Um, Gabe, no. <laughs> It was just a fun, but yeah. I can get I can get like that if I'm in a mood. People think I'm wasted, but I'm not. Yeah, that's fair. Um, when I'm wasted, people just think I'm more calm. That's true. Um, yeah. What All right, let's dive into this record. Enough about okay. 2004. We know it was huge. It was massive. Uh, Dear Diary, my teen angst has a body count. Uh, the record title is taken from the movie Heather's. Um. She's writing in her diary, and she says, "Dear diary, my fucking te- my teen teenage angst bullshit has a body count." Yeah! That's, that's like directly from Red the Pestilence. Uh, came out June twenty ninth, two thousand four. Uh, thirty eight minutes long. Good. Uh, <laughs> I think I think there are some songs that could be cut. Um, yeah. And get it to like under thirty, under yeah. thirty. Uh, what's your history um, with them? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I don't know really how I found out about them. Probably Derek, who we've mentioned on here, my uh, my 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 shaman when it came to this stuff for a long time. Um, I saw them at Warp Tour. The singer was wearing a Slipknot shirt. I thought that was dope. Um, but I was into like like I said, I loved Hawthorne Heights. Uh, yeah. I I liked a little Senses Fail. Um, I was really into Under Oath. So like naturally this like this but it was also like all the the women I was interested in at the time liked this band too. So I was like, I like this band. This is cool. Um yeah, I I remember listening to this record, not the record, but a lot of songs a lot because there's a song on this record that I think is uh very good and I never heard it until this listen. So I I guess I just listened to the hits. Um mm-hmm. saw them at Warp Tour thought it was cool. Um Yeah, like I don't this was never a big band for me. Yeah. They're just one of the ones that I've come back to over the years and been like, you know, this isn't this ain't that bad. Um, Armor for Sleep being the other one. Um, I listen to Armor for Sleep every couple of years, and I think 
I think they're very. I think they're good. Even their head suck, it makes sense. I think armor for sleep fucking. Um, but they're much less corny than this band. They are, except for their hair. Yeah. I mean, and honestly, I've... actually, the lyrics too. Like, we'll get into it. Yeah, but it is. Yeah, I've I remember the last time I listened to this. It was like five years ago. I was like, "Yo, this still rocks." And it's like, I don't know. I don't know if it's just me being silly or if I think it rocks. On this listen, I got some I got some different opinions. Um, but I think but you it, also, at the end of the day, probably just think it rocks because it probably just like for you kind of hits like certain things that you were into at a time. Yeah, the vocals are less atrocious than I remember. Yeah, that's fair. Which is weird because... It might be some of the worst of this. No, it's not. I would rather. I like his voice better than uh, Fatta Dude's voice. Singing? Mm hmm. Really? Yep. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, there's something. I think maybe because there's. I don't know. There's more energy in it. I don't know. I don't know what it is about this band. I just always there's, have a. Have had a soft spot. There's just something about it. Yeah. What's, what's your history? You just hated them from day one? Um, so I remember seeing them at Warp Tour. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember, um, because I, I want to say it was 2004 I saw them, um, at Warp Tour. And I remember getting the, like, Epitaph Records would hand out, like, the little bags and shit, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it had the stickers. And I remember that sticker I never filled off and put on something. <laughs> um... And so I was like, I, I just, I didn't really get into them. I didn't yeah. really hate them. Um, and then, like, I saw them. I'm like, whatever. At this time already, 2004, I was starting to, like, kind of become a little bit of a dickhole. Yeah. Because it's like, like, it started to be, like, really my thing. That's like when uh, OB started playing music, too. So oh, I'm like, okay, okay. It's like, oh, like, you know, I'm really getting into all this music. And so it's like, oh. These dumbasses with these shitty hair, as my hair was very similar. <laughs> it's like I was cooler, though, whatever. Like in my head, just in my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, didn't necessarily like them. I remember I saw them a few times, though, because they just would play with bands that I liked. Mm -hmm. And I was always just like, ugh, it's like this, all these just stupid young kids that aren't going to ever get into it. And that's like my thought at the time. I've definitely flipped on that, like, as I got older. Even like not even far off from this, it was only a couple of years later. I'm like, when we started booking twelve step shows. Like, oh, we gotta have the kids with the soupy hair. Mm -hmm. Like they're gonna draw like other kids, and then like they're gonna then be into better music, and it's just gonna be oh, the world keeps turning. Yeah. Um, but really, it was only a couple of years after that. But then, like, I don't know. I remember like they released some other records, and I'm like, these aren't terrible. Um, it's just not anything I'd listen to. Um. And it's like if I saw somebody wearing their merch, I'm like, oh, they probably just got into music. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's usually kids, but also it's like at the end of the day, you need those gateway bands. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I wouldn't say I ever really hated them. I honestly hated Hawthorne Heights way more. <laughs> and it was all because like all the things like for fans at Thursday, I'm like, fuck you, no, it's not. <laughs> um, but yeah, they were whatever. Yeah. Um, I did see him probably about five times, though. 
Yeah, I've only seen them twice and only once with uh, Sonny Moore, who um, people who do have no idea, I don't know why you'd be listening to this, but uh, he came Skrillex. Yeah. He made a lot of money being a DJ. Zim, for him. This band. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was uh, released in June 29th, 2004. Um, produced by Lee Dias, um, who only did, like, from first to last records, from what I could find. He doesn't got a Wikipedia page. He did some other stuff, too, but, um, interesting thing after this record is Wes Borland from Limb Biscuit was in this band. Yeah, that, that is actually insane. Um, and there, I never listened to it, but it was called, uh, Heroin. And it's like a new metal record. It's really strange. And so like, yeah. that's one thing at least I'll say mm-hmm. I respect on that. They could have just released the same record. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would uh, would have made sense because it's like, oh, this is what the people want. Um, uh, yeah. And then yeah. a couple a couple interesting things is apparently this record was written in two weeks uh, and Sonny was trying out to be on guitar and ended up being um, their singer. And so I, the lyrics are really interesting to me because I don't know if he wrote them or the other guy wrote them. I don't think the record, some of the lyrics are not terrible. I will oh, say. Um, this guy also recorded uh, Across Five Aprils. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> um, and he also did, I think, engineering on uh, a band called This Runs Through, which is notable for having um, Spencer Chamberlain from Underworld. That was his first band. Oh. And he also engineered Casey Jones to feud The Proud, The Crucial. Okay, that was a big record for me. Yeah, same. Man, there were a lot of straight-edge side projects back in the day. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, but yeah, let's fucking dive into this fucking record. Also, Oh from Seosin, I think did the mastering on this. Uh-huh. I'm very, I'm very sad to hear that because Bo's drums are usually so fucking good from Seosin. Okay, okay. And these drums are dog shit. Yeah, I listening in my my nice headphones, like the drums don't hit like they should. Um, that snare is the tightest thing in the world. Yeah. And I want my snare to sound like a snare. It was so bad. The I don't drum, like the drum like... production's awful. The guitar production I don't like. The production of this record sounds like butthole. It is actively bad production. Yeah, yeah. I can't Obsession really came out this year, much. which is perfect. Okay, okay. Obsession uh, has like amazing production. The end of heartache has amazing production. This one sounds. Like it was recorded by me in 2004. <laughs> um, I do want to get into a couple things before we get into the record. So I watched uh, some music videos. The okay. Ride, Ride the Wings of Pestilence music video is just them playing in Mexico or something. Is boring. Yeah. Uh, the Note to Self music video like has a narrative. Um, it's really creepy. Um, it's, it starts in like an old folks' home see a bunch of different rooms of creepy shit but this is what what spoke to me um they look the part yes 
the guitarist, especially the bands they're wearing. The guitarist in one scene is wearing a Dresden doll shirt, and another <laughs> scene is wearing a Burzum shirt. Uh, the bassist is wearing a Misfit shirt. The drummer is wearing... Uh, Why is it always the bass player that wears like a Misfit shirt? I don't know. He also had uh, a sleeveless uh, zip-up vest at one point. Um, <laughs> the drummer is wearing a Kokuto twin shirt. Um, and the singer is head-to-toe in Hot Topic shit. Just yeah. like trip pants and like a hoodie with like chains on it. All of it. Um, I found a weird documentary. Um, really went out for this one. Yeah, I like to do research when it's available. Uh, the they're not good live at uh, all, but they're full of energy, and I can appreciate that. I think a lot of bands of that time were kind of the same thing. Yeah, and it, like at least the energy seemed like real, whereas like. There's like a point in time where metalcore bands became like boy bands with breakdowns. Like everything was all synchronized and it was like yep. these moves and like everything was fake sounding and like yep. it was like really weird. At least like this was like a weird, like frantic, like actual, like youthful energy where it's like, yeah, they're having a lot of fun and they sound like butthole, but they're having a lot of fun. Yeah. I don't want to watch a day to remember a uh, synchronized, uh, uh, running or whatever they do like, sync, like run in place everybody does like the guitar throw at the same time the head bang at the exact same spot it they does jump. look cool but that's if not you, what i want if you're into like in sync playing breakdowns and yeah <laughs> I, 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 i'd rather watch a band like you'd watch like a band like the chariot and yeah you just see them just like fucking like throwing their shit it's like oh that looks like they're actually like just like feeling the weird spastic energy of their music not synchronizing a show and they prop where they probably have like the songs playing overhead and they're like practicing moves. Yeah. Yeah. Alone never. used to alone used to say we were gonna have moves practice all the time. It was funny. I'd be sick, honestly. To I'd moves? love to see I'd love to see a straight up kit hardcore band do that. Have moves, same here. Oh wait. Well you did. You did. Which one? Wasn't it when you saw Defeater? No. Okay. Let's get into this. Uh, tangent. So I went to This Is Hardcore in 2013, uh, Philadelphia Hardcore Fest. Uh, I saw Painted Black Ceremony and uh, Kid Dynamite. Uh, I'd never thought I would ever see Kid Dynamite, so that rocked. Um, the feeder was playing, and my friends were like, Oh, I'm so stoked to see the feeder. It's like, Dog, they suck. Like, they're dumb now. They just got off a warp tour run. Um, and their singer did a, or their guitarist did a guitar flip and licked their guitar like they were, because they were freshly off Warp Tour. Yeah. But they acted like they were a Treyu, and, like, the singer was, like, just acting like he was at Warp Tour or, like, at a metalcore show. And I was like, guys, I watched you play a dirty basement, and you were so tight. What are you doing? What yeah. are you doing? So it just, like, yeah. So, yeah, I did see it. And... It bummed me out. <laughs> yeah. So I don't want to see it again. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah, you're welcome. And also, that's like at least like at this time, again, it wasn't like this super homogenized like thing that was like cut out of like a book, like where it's like, I play breakdowns like this. We got to flip our hair at this time. We got to run in place here. It was just like, no, it was just like, I, I tried to watch a couple live videos too. It's like they just look like kids 
out there being a little spastic and it was fun. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's always fun to watch. Yeah, it's like they're just feeling it and like they see like guys from like fucking probably Census Fail or Thursday or whoever like rocking out and like You know who had a great live show? You know who had a great live show? Who? Armor for Sleep. Sure. I saw him once and I don't remember it. They went insane. Oh, at that Under Oath show at Taco Bell Arena with Take It Back Sunday? Yeah. And then at, back at my friend's house, uh, um, um, a lot of bands were playing. Um, Sticky Bandits, the Gundown Bandits. Oh, Tosa played at my friend's house. I, yeah, I played. Uh, I, I went to the uh, Under Oath show. Yeah, I went to and both. I, I moshed. I moshed at the Taco Bell Arena. I stayed. I stayed up in the in the balcony. Really weird thing. This is another. Just we're gonna just go down this tangent. What this the is setup? Podcast. How they set it up? Yeah, half arena. So it was smaller than fucking the Knitting Factory. Was, but you also had the seats. Mm-hmm. But um, I remember um, security guards there because there was like signs that say no moshing. The security guards there knew me and Murphy because he saw uh, OB play some like christian metalcore bands mm-hmm. and he's like oh are you guys gonna do those things he's like because he loved christian metalcore he's like are you guys gonna do like the hardcore dancing thing we're like well we're kind of wanting to like a, that'd be fun for under oath it's like cool it's like i'm gonna tell my guys to leave you guys alone you guys don't hurt anybody you guys are into the good stuff and we start we're like yeah that's why we're here for under oath christian metalcore um and he was like cool he's like just kind of keep it away from like a lot of the of the people over there but it's like i got you guys and so we got a mosh and nobody like fucking did anything and it was super fun. And then like, he would go to every one of the OB shows. Hell yeah. I, I think a lot of people thought we were a Christian, by the way. Uh, probably. Yeah. Like a lot of people thought we were a Christian because we played with a lot of those bands. Yeah. And like, I remember one time we played at the showdown and like a family came up to us and we we're like, it's so cool just seeing people like this, like get up and be able to play. Like this music with like bands like the Showdown, and then they also started going to every show, and then they saw Our City Skyline play with Hey Today. Like, you guys changed your band; it's so good, and it's awesome seeing you guys still playing. It's like hell yeah, brother. <laughs> I mean, when uh, the venue tries to put up Christian band on every show, um, we're apparently it. Yeah. <laughs> so. um, also, that show. Brady and I were wearing the same Franklin cover-up t-shirt. Makes sense. That was also the night, and Brady was very upset. That was also the night of the uh, base shit incident. Oh, uh, we were also at that show too then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very. Oh. Or maybe, no, that was the only show there. Anyway. anyway. Okay, let's get to this fucking record. First Dear song's Diary. an instrumental. Yeah, uh, nothing. It's just, it's called Soliloquy. Um, wow, cool. Uh, the one-armed boxer versus the flying guillotine. A literal intro to the record. It is so of this time, mm-hmm. like post-hardcore, where everything was just like a little too fast. <laughs> it's like ticka did ticka did ticka did ticka did. It's like so. There's no like real cool pacing to it. Uh, this song literally just sounds like a. To me, it's like somebody heard senses fail. I was like, yeah, yeah, let's play that. Well, and they what's, did. What's interesting is like, so Sonny came in uh, after everything was tracked and did vocals, mm-hmm. but he uses his own name 
in the songs. So it's like, did he write all these songs? Like, did he write all these lyrics in like two weeks? He might have. Like, they're not, they're not like great lyrics, but they're better than you would think from a seventeen-year-old kid. Yeah, that's fair. Um, they're better than the from Autumn to Ashes lyrics. I'll say that. Wow. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I still am mad about that fucking record. That's fine. Um, I get it. Me too. But I mean, it starts. It starts off. You get the kill the lights and then mm-hmm. it's just like oh this is what we're getting into and then it goes into the the, the singing um we got some baby breakdowns on here we yeah. got some screams on here it's um it's also like in six eight time which is all fun <laughs> and so it's just very strange it's it's fun though like you can tell it's written by kids yeah it's, it's yeah. not a bad thing it's like that's not a knock on it it's it's there's just something almost like like, and you can tell through, through this whole record with, like, the stylistic changes, mm-hmm. like, happen randomly. Yes. It's like these kids were just kids, and they're like, well, we want to have a song that sounds like this, but now we want to have a song that sounds like this, because we like both, this, like both these bands that we're trying to, like, sound like. Yes. It's like, oh, we want to sound like Taking Back Sunday, but now we want to have, like, a heavy song. It's like, you know what? Now we want to sound like Senses Fail. Now we want to sound like My Chemical Romance. Like, they just are like... I just want to do this, and then they just did it. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't make for a very cohesive sound, and no. it's also it's like they were kids. Yeah. Um, uh, note to self. Miss you terribly. Uh, insane drum. Yeah. So that was one of the things I told you before. Um, listening to this record, it's like the drums sound like shit, but the drums are really good because the drummer doesn't just play like. Typical, like you know, two-step beats, or like you know, the or halftime or anything like that. It's like there's just random fills in, like double kick and like just snare rolls, for no reason. And in some songs, it's just all fills. It feels like, yeah, um, like this song. Yeah, or we'll talk like or like ride the wings of pestilence. It's like it's like parts where it's just like we could just be playing like a halftime beat where it's like it hits on three. It's like it's like what the fuck are you doing? But it makes it it's, super interesting. It's different. It's, 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 yeah. And I think maybe that's what keeps the record, like, interesting to me. Like, I listened to it, like, three or four times, which is what I do with this. Mm-hmm. Wasn't dreading it. I didn't hate it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's, it's interesting. And There's redeeming maybe, qualities in a lot of it. I think, yeah, the drumming made it. Um, also, this band knows how to write a fucking chorus. Yeah, like, they, they they knew what they were going the, for on this. Some of the choruses are so good. I don't think this one is, um, because it starts off with the chorus basically. Um, I don't think this is one of those examples, but um, yeah, uh, there's some hand claps. Does it? Yeah, the two roads split off from here. That's what? that. They repeat that part a lot. Yeah, but I wouldn't say it's. I guess no, just in the beginning and the end. Yeah. I guess maybe there's not a, sh- a, a, a a strategic chorus in this one. No. Yeah. Um, oh, I guess it's the I can feel my mind wandering again part. Well, they just repeat that. I don't know. I don't know. But, it's a little um, more linear, but they do come back to some stuff. But it's like one yeah. of the things that I enjoy about this song, and I didn't think I was, is like when, like, normally on this record, we'll get into it, when they get heavy is when it kind of turns off for me. Yes. Yeah. Um, 
this song needed those like little like because it made this song yeah yeah having that little extra on this song really made it um a catchy part though where it goes into the note to self i miss you terribly with the back and forth singing yeah like you could tell they loved brand new and taking back sunday yeah so much yep first records by both of them they're like these records are the best records in the world yeah, I didn't I didn't really pull that and that makes so much sense now that you're saying it. Um especially when we get to that uh the song later on in the record. I forgot what yeah, it's the, called. The best song on the record, yeah. We're talking about Maybe. Morrissey. That yeah. song is a uh brand new first record song. Yeah, yeah. But also, yeah, it's a get up kid song too. Um it makes but, too. <laughs> Yeah. But um I like the the back and forth. I like when it's quiet and he yells it and it's like yeah. Uh, I like hand- the other guy's vocals better than Sonny's. Well, they're better. Not live. Yeah. Live, they're even worse. But um, they're more subdued, like, in on the record. Whereas yeah. Sonny is, I mean, the, he... I'm he, gonna Sonny you, and this is this, what's happening. This kid heard his voice doing this. He had to get multiple vocal surgeries. That's why he became a fucking DJ. Yeah, um, smart move. Also, he did do programming on this record, so... He's always been interested in that kind of stuff. Um, but uh, there's there's some hand clapping. Yeah, they add some weird little stuff in here. Yeah. Um, um, lyrically, like, what are, we, what are we thinking? We didn't really go lyrically on the other one. Well, lyrically, it's introducing you to the record and trying to, like, figure out, like, how to save your, save your generation or something. Yeah. Um, this song is, for me, it's like... Wanting to be better than what you are, mm-hmm. um, missing the person you were at some point, mm-hmm. um, like, um, like I mean, literally, note to self: I miss you terribly. It's like I miss what I was. Like as you get older, especially when you're a fucking teenager, you're like, just going through so many like different changes, and you're like, oh, I miss who I was. But at the end of the day, like, oh, like this is just like really growing up, and like you have a choice, like. Mm-hmm. Two roads split off from here, and my life goes running in opposite directions. I go, yeah, like it's funny the, because like you think it would be a a song about like a relationship or whatever, but no, it's really just like a a song about like kind of like yourself changing and like yourself. It's a more yeah. of a retrospective song than like a song that was probably like people would write to like their emo girlfriend from across the U.S. Well, we got some space. of those, too. Oh, here. we do. <laughs> Definitely fucking do. Um, honestly, though, I can see why it's, this was one of the singles, because it kind of encompassed everything for them. There's a little bit of heavy. There was the vocal interplay. There was the kind of, like, hot topic-ass, like, chorusy part. Just had it all. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, in my notes, I put the rocks. Um, but it's because... On this record, like, there's some songs, like, there's some songs that are really interesting um, and not good, like the one we will talk to about next, but there's some songs that are just that, like, note to self, but just not good and just yeah. boring. And if they try to recreate the magic <laughs> and it didn't happen. And, like, so that's why, like, the songs that actually work stick out a little bit yeah. to me. It's fair. Um, I have like something to... that doesn't fucking work. I liked you better before you were naked on the internet. 
So like it was just like a weird like electronic ass song. Yeah. Um, shitty title. Super shitty title. Um and yeah. It's and, like but it's it's also interesting because I feel like this like you know that band Never Shout Never? Yeah. This is what all his songs sounded like. Oh. Like this. It was like acoustic y except he like played the ukulele or some shit. I didn't listen to him that much. I just know who he is. But like like Did you date somebody that was into it? No, I I was into Forever the Sickest Kids. Okay, okay. So I checked out things around that. I was really into Hello Goodbye. Okay. Um, so I, I thought maybe like you dated somebody that was into like Never Shout Never, so you just like tangentially heard them. No, I I would always like test something out. I mean, I okay. did that. I was into I was into early Owl City. All right. Oh my like, god. Like MySpace days, Owl City. Um. Yeah. So like. Yeah, I mean the song itself isn't as shitty as the the title is lyrically. Song is also very shitty. Yes. It's almost it's almost like like it just reminds me of like the Scarlet Letter. It's like Alice Mark remains will never go away. It's just like it's saying like oh I was so blind to how shitty you were, and now like I see it and like fuck you I hate you forever. Yeah. Stuff. Um. The, it's very, it's very dramatic, which is just a yes. theme of this fucking genre. So yes. So uh, I liked you better before you were naked on the internet. Sucks. Uh, <laughs> it's just bad. Yeah. Um, featuring some of your favorite words. Um, this is one of the ones that like doesn't stick out to me at all. Exactly. Like. This is like what you were saying, like what they're trying to like, oh, we kind of kind of know what we wanted to do. And then it's like, oh, it's just really boring. I there are things about the song I actually like a lot. Um, um, the back and forth vocals, they're sick on this one. Um, the. Uh, the, the, the chorus has a okay. lyric that says, where is it? Um, this, oh, that makes more sense on the Spotify lyrics, which mm-hmm. are most, which are wrong half the time, um, says this darn dusty book, but darn. I think, yeah. And I was so stoked because I think the word darn needs to be used more. However, it makes more sense that it's this torn, dusty book. Oh, that makes way more sense. But I, th- I thought it was darn, and I had a whole paragraph on how darn needs to be used more in music. <laughs> this is <isn't laughs> because a... I love the word darn. I love the word darn. Yep. Um, but the drumming is also wild in this one. I think what I don't like about it. The drums are good. It's just like it just is like the little like the little like riffs they try to add in just sound so almost out of place. Like little stuff like that. Yep. And so you could just tell like they were kids and like one of them's like oh, I like like metal, so I wanna like let me put some of these riffs in there. Yeah. Um, so I get it's because, you know, OB would have these like fucking weird songs and then 
Tyler's like, yeah, I need a sweep. And so then we'd add like a I understand. Um, in my notes, I wrote it's a very mid song. Yeah, it is. Um, also the the last part, I think the throw this paper into the into fire and take with it. I think it could have been cut completely. I mean, I also think this song could have been cut completely. Yeah. Um, but it's just so like also like just like lyrically. It's like there's just so much in there. Well, taking it literally, I feel like it's about writer's block. <laughs> yeah, and it's like it's uh, just so many words. And like the song is only like it's like four minutes long, but like you could put like as much as they put into this, you yeah. could put a, like a fucking 10 minute song with this. Yeah, I feel like it's just a under oath did. Um, I feel like it's just a breakup song though. Like, yeah. I don't know. I didn't have much to say about it. M- musically, lyrically, everything was just like, yeah, this makes sense for 2004. Literally, yes. it was just, it just was so boring. Hey, um, do you know anyone named uh, Emily? Yeah, um, I do. Uh, it was one of them was Aaron's friend. Uh-huh. It was cool. And then another one was that sounded real sarcastic. I didn't mean it to. Um, another one was a I went to high school with that ended up hanging out with the what we used to live with, okay. and then also and ended up on uh, the that was fucking one of those fiance shows when she married a thirty day fiance. Oh yeah, so now she's like a reality celebrity. Okay. Yeah, and I went to high school there, and she married some Russian guy. Tight. Um, this song. This fucking song. I I don't know how to start, but, like, I feel like every girl named Emily. This was their song. This was who, who, was, who was a scene girl. This was on their MySpace profile. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, ow. but here's a here's the thing I do like. It's an acoustic song, smack dab in the middle of the record. Mm-hmm. Perfect placement. Not number fucking three. <laughs> Bottom to ashes, you bet. Not three, three, five, and seven, and ten. Yeah, and eight too. <laughs> um, I mean, it's it's what you'd expect. Mm-hmm. It's cheesy, like, it's corny. Um, it's it's at least it's a love song. Yeah. Which I actually like the Poison the Well one better. Yeah, because it's not. It's not what you'd expect. Um yeah. but it is <sighs> there's not much to say. It's a love song. It's a corny it's, it's, love song. It's, it's what you would think iconic, a scene band would do. It's got the iconic do 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 I remember fucking Iconic. that same guy that hung out with that Emily girl. I can name his name because fuck him. Um, yeah, he, uh, used to play that on an acoustic guitar. Oh, do you, you know it? Do you know it on acoustic guitar? No, no. Didn't know how to play "Horns and Tails" though by Poison the Well. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Well, that that's because that's just a, and a Poison the Well song that's acoustic, where this yeah. is just an acoustic song. Yeah, it's fair. Um, secrets, secrets don't make friends. 
Ooh. Okay, so this is one of the ones I'm like, okay, this is where they're kind of not. It's not one of the singles, but I'm like, I get it. Yeah. So it's because I really like the drumming on this one. Yeah. Um, the this is one of the ones is... that like sounds like they're trying to like be a post-hardcore band from that time. Yeah. And I think maybe that's why I like it. Yeah, like it's it's a little different. Uh, guitar, the riffs are a little different. Yeah, um, it sounds like, like it, it isn't like trying to be like weird heavy. Yeah, and but maybe isn't trying why, to be senses fail. Yeah, and maybe that's like why in the middle. My, maybe that's why in my notes I said it's like maybe the best song of this type. You know, yeah, like because they're trying, so just to be getting to where it's like it's like the easiest like drum like part where it's like you could just like count it on four. <laughs> like doing like weird hi hat stuff. I'm like that just keeps it interesting. Like. This kid was probably like actually like a trained drummer. He was just showing up. He's like, watch me do the fucking weird shit over here. Yeah, maybe he was in a band. Yeah, maybe he just like, really likes birds. In a band. I mean, <laughs> he's like, I can play fast. Watch me. <laughs> I don't know if black metal is known for their good drumming. I don't know. Oh, but it's known for playing known fast for... and having super um, tight, high, like highly uh, tuned snares. Oh, That's what okay. his was too. Uh, the choruses of this song is so catchy. Yeah. Um, there's there's little bits of programming throughout which are nice. Yeah, this one like to me like like you said it kind of like it's like musically and everything like that it makes a lot of sense and it's a little different. Um, lyrically it is stuff that is like built for away messages and MySpace bulletins. Yep. And stuff like that. Just like, your words are deadly weapons, killing me, destroying me. Your words are deadly weapons, scatter my brains across the wall. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure I've saw that a billion times. Um, or even just like, this place is a bloodbath and we won't be taken alive. Stand alone or under fictitious skies. It's like, mm-hmm. this is built that. Yeah. Like, it's just like, like if you were in a fucking lab and you're like, I need to make the most 2004 ass shit. Like, hold on, we got this for you. Yeah, like, and it's either about, like, a bad partner or a bad friend. You can interpret this how you want. Yeah, and then also, fuck you, secrets don't make friends. Yep. It's just everything about it is so of the time. Yep. It's like, it's like they, they hit it. Like, they they did it. Like, that (laughs) was, like, they just, that was it. They made the blueprint for that, like, for that shit. Yeah. All right, now time for the fucking Population bra- 2. The brand new B-side. This song this song is so fucking good. This is the your favorite weapon B-side. Uh yes, but like the chorus has get up kid riffs. Um this is what I wrote. It's it's a get up kid song with Wonder Years lyrics. And Brand new or taking back Sunday first record vocals. <laughs> yes. Um, you can decide because those two are the same band on their first records. Well, yeah. And they hated they They, hated each they other. were the same band at first and yeah. then they hated each other. It's but then so, they released the same record. <laughs> the brand new Take Back Sunday lore is so interesting. And it's weird that Take Back Sunday won that war. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's weird that Adam Lazar never got canceled for something. Yeah, because Brand New got better as a band where Take Back Sunday got worse, but uh, uh, 
Adam Lazar never tried to groom anybody. Who's fucking laughing now? The people <laughs> playing probably like probably playing emo nights in New York for a thousand bucks a shot. Yeah. Or Jesse Lacey, who's just jerking off in the fucking a big crate of Daisy records. Uh, it's science fiction. Daisy's really good. Um, science fiction was their last record. Um, I was just thinking Daisy because it's one of the ones I knew everybody liked. That yeah, and Devil I, and God. Devil and God's a masterpiece. Um, I feel really That's bad great. for the other members of the band. That's what uh, I'll say. I I absolutely love Dejan Tendi. Like it's I perfect. Love that record. Um, um I yeah. yeah. No, I've I've seen this, brand this new song. This song, popular listen to, is off your favorite weapon. You can't tell yep. me it's not. Yeah, like if you, it could be. Could be brand new. It could be Take Back Sunday, and then parts of it sound like the Get Up Kids, and it's which makes like, sense though for those other bands. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, it is so like, strange because it comes out of nowhere. Yeah. It's like this is like where I just think it's like you have these kids, just like all these other like different things in music. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's write a song that sounds like Taking Back Sunday. If you, like, yeah. If you put this on like the pop punk anthems playlist on Spotify, um, it would blow up. Yeah. It's so good. It's like, I would, I think it's really well written. Um, I think the, cause I like the drumming except for the double kick in the chorus. <laughs> I think that's insane, but the chorus is so <laughs> good. Like, and and I say that it's good. It's good for this style of music, okay? Yeah. It's good for your favorite weapon, Tig Mech Sunday, like the emo pop punk, like... Bullshit. Whatever you want to call it. But it has one of the greatest lyrics I've ever heard. Even if I spend 2004 listening to Morrissey in my car, I'm better off alone than I would be in your arms. And that is, it's sung like a Tig Mech Sunday song. References Morrissey. To me, it sounds... What song is it from Brand New? It reminds me of... It reminds me of something off of your favorite weapon. It yeah. just sounds like... It's like... it's like Because it has like kind of the speed of like Jude Law and Semester Abroad. <laughs> Tell like, all the English boys you meet. It's like it has like that like tempo. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like that's, what, like... that's what my mind instantly goes to is that. Yeah. Um, there's even like a a little like pop punk solo in it. Yeah, and like they, they fucking went for it on this song, and it's the best one on the record. <laughs> Just by the photographs and bury all the pages that we. It's good, fucking yeah. good. And it's like the like even the drumming at the beginning, it's like da 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 da. It's like it doesn't yeah, just do like a straight thing. That's so, the it, that's the accent, the emo accent. Yeah, like it's. I don't know who did that. Almost like the same beat. Hmm. Vocal band ethereal. Duh, taking back Sunday vocal. Taking back Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Like, who also had the same vocal interplay. Um, yeah. I thought they actually did it really well. I, I thought yeah. they were really yeah. good for what they did. Also, yeah. I really liked the guys in the band. I liked that. I liked their hit. I listened to it a lot. But I also yeah. liked the trashing Andy hit. Are you talking about thereafter Lakeview? Rub ethereal? my eyes out with bleach. That uh, uh, the ethereal That's the song? trashing Andy song. Oh, I don't remember oh. the ethereal song. Uh, but... I, I I'm gonna remember it after we're done because I used to fucking Gabe and I used to just send each other a lyric from it all the time. <laughs> oh, it was... Who does who does that to you now? 
do <laughs> with this song. Yeah, I did do it with this song. song. <laughs> this song is is really good. I really like it. Um, okay, actually, I remember the ethereal le- lyric. It's like, I'd never seen you like this dressed up, but still a mess. Gabe and I used to send each other that. Taking Back Sunday lyric. Holy shit. Dude, if you heard the way he did it, it's like, I'll just hear it it. here. I can hear it. I never seen you like this. Yeah. But still a mess. Yeah. I remember that. Holy shit. Holy shit. The dude dude in the band, Jesse, we were friends with them. They're all super nice guys. Like, I really like them. Um, I was buds with all the people in that band, but he sounded like Adam Lazara. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, fuck, should have. I will say, not that hard to do. Um, no, but Adam Lazara is not not the most talented man in the world. Um, wow, I'm gonna tell that <laughs> to the producers of Degrassi. Do it. Good. Um, anyway, Populous and Two. If you if you don't like listen to these records before we talk about them. Listen to this song, and you'll drop, probably say you'll probably drop think all I'm your expectations yeah. or like all your preconceived notions of what you think from first to last is. Yeah, just listen to this song, and if you like brand new and Taking Back Sunday, you or will did. like this song. Yeah, like if you think I'm insane, yeah, I am. But like, I love this song. No, I, and I'm with you. And it's like I never, like I actually I got into two Taking Back Sunday records and super into. Uh, two brand new records. Deja Intended yeah. Devil and God I really, really liked. Yeah. Favorite weapon I thought was good, but it's like those were the two I really liked. Yeah, yeah. Um and so it's like, yeah, I, I get it. And I, mm-hmm. I I didn't like this band at the time. I don't have the nostalgia that you do for it. Well, and um, I never heard that song. Ah. The deep cut. Yeah. Then to another deep cut. Yeah. Uh Kiss Me. I'm contagious. It's like says, somebody heard a heavy song like, I want to have a heavy, fast song. Well, it sounds like every time I die. And I think I think maybe because he just says baby so much. That's and fair. I think about that song from Guitar Hero. Oh, the baby, new black? Yeah. Everything um, I do but, is wrong. But it's also frantic. Where like every time, early every time I die was from my <laughs> memory. A lot of that, like that 2003-2002 metalcore was. Yeah. And so it's like you could tell, got... like, one person probably got really into it. It's like, we gotta have a song like this. And weirdly, like, yeah. it, remi- it reminded me of Danger Days MCR, which is, like, <laughs> way later than this. But, like, the bang, bang, guns, go, bang. It's like, it sounds yeah. like, but it, it's like, whoa, it just clicked in my head. This is sassy. This is the first sass we've had. This is some sass. Sass was huge in this era. This is the first sass. Also, like, Bang Bang Guns Go Bang was all over MySpace, too. Yeah, yeah. And apparently this is an old song. That makes sense. Um, And, like, I watched, when I watched the, like, live thing, I watched the, the guitarist who does the screaming um, had the mic and Sonny was playing guitar. So. I think it was, yeah, like an old song that they played before he was in the band. Um, uh, I think the breakdown right before the chorus is pretty sick. Or right after the chorus. So cheesy. The da, da, da. It has 808s, I think. 
everything about this song is just super cheesy, just like the western ass like fucking vocal like or lyrics. I mean, yeah, and then it's also all... it's about fucking too. I think it's about fucking. It's very strange. Yeah, um, it's just, and also it's so strange, like placement on the record. Yes, like because it's like there was like an instrumental song, and like didn't it come after this one? Look at the track list again. Hold on. Wait, which one? Yeah, so the, it's like Populous in Two, which yes. is like the Taking Back Sunday brand new rip. And this song, like their metalcore song, and then there's a minuet, which is just a an instrumental it's an song. Break, yeah. It's it's so just like just all very strange, like placement. Yes, yes, except for the one perfect placement of the acoustic song. That's true. Emily was in a good spot. Um, but yeah, this is like the heaviest song on the record so far. Um, and also the end, the new metal bass break dance part. (laughs) That's such a weird choice. It is. Yeah. And it's about a cowboy and fucking, I guess. Yeah. Um, minuet, just an instrumental, nothing to it. Then we got... Ride the Wings, Pestilence. Like, honestly, like, out of their hits, this is their best hit. Mm-hmm. This is what I think of when I think of this band. I mean, it's got... It's about a serial killer. Like, it's not like a personal song. It's about... It seems like it's a just about a serial killer. I like the intro of this, like, listening to it. Like, it sounds mm-hmm. like... It's very of the time, like, like that kind of yep. shit, like, yep. like has like that fucking thing. It kind of picks up where it goes the double time with the little it has like the little riffing. Then I like the the time I, I think vocally, I don't like it, but yeah, it yeah. is so well written. With the like, I'll be waiting in the dark. Like, yeah, why they do the vocal interplay with their both vocalists makes sense. Yep, it's very well written. It's a really well structured song of this type. Yes, um, this one it's like one of the better structured songs this side of Under Road. Yes, yes, um, it all makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. um, and it's. It, they try to be heavy at the end. They try. Um, they got some. They add some dissonance, which is nice. They try to also get heavy in the middle, though, because like the chorus of this is like, "I'll hide you in my walls." Yeah. Like super catchy chorus. Mm-hmm. Then they do the like the big thing, like the oh, dear yeah. diary. My teenage's bullshit has a body count. Random screaming there pisses me off, but it's so yeah. funny. It's dumb. It's funny. Um, but yeah, this is like this is peak from first to last. This is peak. This is peak. Like hot topic uh, core. Hot topic core. Screamo, for lack of a better term. Yeah, That's what I called it back in the day. Yeah, for sure. Well, we can call it that right now. It's like it's peak. First time, like, listening to anything with screaming, you're you're wearing, like, the tightest pants you could ever find. 
It's the first time you flat ironed your hair. It, it's like, it's the first time for all that. And like, this is the song that is playing in the background. The first time you bought your first hair straightener, you know? Yep. Yep. You know what? You know what streaming killed? This band? A secret track. It did kill the secret track. A hidden track. The hidden oh. track on this song. I was ready to come in here being like, yo, these dudes aren't that bad. This song fucking, this record fucking rocks. And then they wrote this. Yeah, this is, it, it, it undoes everything that they did in the last 30 minutes. Yeah, like, like they should have had um, the other song, Failure by Designer Jeans, which, Isai, brand new on your favorite rep win, has a song called Failure by Design. By design. Yeah. I like that song. So maybe Failure by Designer Jeans is a little. little yeah. Little, that's 100% a call to so, brand new. Where is this band from? I guess they originated in Tampa. Sonny Moore is from LA. Um, it makes sense too because that dude, like, because, like, dude also did shit with, like, Evergreen Terrace, like, the guy who produced it. Uh, shit okay. with this runs through, and Spencer's from Florida. Yeah. Um, yeah, across five Aprils, I'm guessing is from Florida. Okay, I'm just guessing. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not big on the uh, across five Aprils lore. Yeah, I I I think I listened to one of their records one time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this hidden track is a rap song, kind of. Um, with my re-listen today, I didn't listen to it again. I couldn't take it. Bad. Uh, it's horrendous, insanely misogynistic, and they got a breakdown that says shake it like a salt shaker. And then also, like, if you look at the lyrics, it says fuck times four, fuck you yeah. times 13. Yeah, that's how it ends, is just like a little weird programming robot saying fuck you. I listened to all of it in its entirety a couple times, and so I I heard all that. But Wow. Like an episode I, of Cheaters, and I'm the dude with the gun hiding cameras in your bedroom, girl. I know what you've done. Yeah, might be your baby's daddy, but that don't mean shit. Every dude on the block knows that you're a trick. Yeah. 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 So that that one literally everything they they done before this, like whatever. It's just a bunch of angsty sixteen year old kids, and then this song comes out. Yeah. And you're and like, like, what in the butt? Yeah. Like the I was like, oh. This record isn't as bad. I thought like the Ride the Wings of Pestilence was about killing like a partner, you know? But yeah. it's just it's just a serial killer song. Like yeah. who didn't watch Science of the Lambs, all right? It's um, like like honestly, lyrically it's way better than you would think. And then you get to this song. Yeah. Like and it's that, like, oh, they are a bunch of shitheads. Yep, there it is. Or at least somebody's a shithead. Like somebody's a bunch of shitheads. I don't know. Probably all of them. Yeah, I, don't know. I mean, at this yeah. time, you can just look at them and assume. Yeah. Um, let's rate this thing. Uh, Mosh worthy. Point five. Five. Point five. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck are you saying?" The only reason that it's even point five is because it. I, at least has double kick on some of the on some of the breakdowns. So they try. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I'll give it a point five. Um repeatability. Um, I mean, I never went into this liking this band. 
Yeah. I'm going to give it a two because when they hit their style, they hit really well. They don't. It is so boring. But I'm going to give yeah. it a two. Um, I might revisit Populous in two, like, in my but own free time. Um, yeah. But, like, I, this is how I do repeatability now is... I have listened to this record three to four times. Mm-hmm. Was it a chore? This one for me wasn't a chore. All right. Whereas I said this to you before we started recording, the Warriors was a chore. I think so mid tempo on that record. Yeah. And like, yeah, I'm going to go 2.5. Yeah, that's um, fair. Does it hold up musically, lyrically? Um, oh. I think that last song knocks it down a lot. Yeah, I'll say it is. Tide, I like it is that music. It is that music, though. Like I was saying, it's like the music and, that plays when you get your first hair straightener. And I think it's the best version of this music. It's not because we we're gonna talk about they're only chasing safety later, but but that's in a different world to me. It's it's kind of the same, but I get it. It's like this is influenced by like yeah, brand new Taking Back Sunday, but also My Chemical Romance. Whereas Under Oath has zero MCR energy in it, and mm-hmm. Under Oath has like Under Oath is more. You can tell like, Tim liked Hope's Fall. Yeah, like. They, and they also had been doing it for so much longer. Yeah, that was a huge change in their sound. But this is a this is this band's first or like second record. Yeah. Whereas this was what and their only chase of safety was under its fourth. Yeah, but like that doesn't count. The first two don't count. Changing of times count does, but say so, yeah, changing um, of times counts. But it's like I I don't know why, but I saw. Because because Under Oath is better, I saw them. In, I see them in a different world. This world is from first to last. Hawthorne Heights, Escape the Fate, Bless the Fall, Early um, Estates. Yeah, like that shit is like where like Under Oath is is elevated screamo. As corny as that term I just sentence I just said is, <laughs> like, like I think of Emery and Under Oath. As like a little bit different, a little bit more elevated. That's fair. And maybe it's because I did a lot more research and I listened to them and like knew that they all listened to Fugazi at one point in their life. And like they're all like they You, you know... listen to the Emery Guys podcast? I used to, yeah. I listen to the Tooth and Nail one sometimes. I'm a tooth and nail kid, so Yeah. Depending um, on the band. Yeah. It's like it was us and under oath and we'd go on these tours. <laughs> yeah, so I see them as a little bit it's a touch better. Had some cred. Yeah. So I'm gonna say with this is the best type of this. I'm gonna give this a three. I was also gonna give it a three. That that last song takes it down like five points. <laughs> but you're gonna give it an eight before. Yeah, I was gonna give it an eight. Aesthetic. It's a it's a fucking five. It's a five out of five. Add add five more. It's yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's the record cover. It's like oh okay. The way they fucking look. Uh, the note to self music video. Like aesthetic is. 
even like the the Ride of the Rings of Pestilence music video too. Yeah, yeah, like, uh, like seeing them live. It's they 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 nailed it. Yeah, there's a reason why people got super into them, and it wasn't yeah. necessarily just because their music. It was everything that they were. I mean, as an fa- as an act, fashion was a big deal. Yeah, I think it's your latest fashion. Yeah, influence. <laughs> I mean that like the line I just said right here that that band was influenced by this band. No, and what I just said in the 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 previous like like fucking escape the fate plus the fall really estates. Uh I would say attack attack. Um yeah. like I'm going to give them a 4. I'm going 5, buddy. Wow. Their influence was fucking like so like and I talk about this so much on this record, or just as we were talking about it, it's like every kid like that was going into Hot Topic, their first screaming band is probably this band. Yeah. Um, they're buying their fucking straightener. They're buying their, their, their tight black pants and the, from first to last shirt. They were going to their first show. Yep. They, they dressed up for it, and that was them dressing up. They put away their Hollister, and they got the, the black pants. Yes. They got this the skinny jeans, or for the guys, they got the girl jeans from like Old Navy or the Gap, wherever it was jeans. Yes, and or if he bought yeah. his from the Gap, yeah, I was too fat to wear girl pants, so just wore skinnier um, guy pants as well. Yeah. Okay, so we we graded this very fairly. I want to say. say so. So, uh, Moshworthy, point five. Average repeatability two point two five average. Uh, does it hold up? Three average. Um, aesthetic five average. Um, influence four point five average. Score fifteen point two five out of twenty five. Honestly, I feel like that's right around what it should be. It's fair. Like that doesn't that's mean not- this record's good just means that it was important in the grand scheme of things for yeah, a lot for of people. Yeah, what we are talking about it is it is like um yeah, like from autumn to ashes, uh the fiction we live 7.833333. Um let's see. Uh the words This poison the well. Poison the well has 20. Of course yeah. it does. Um the warriors was 1575. Oh, that's close. Yeah. So 15.75, So the word is just a little better, but that's because it got the mosh. It's also because of who we are and what we like now. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Bleeding Through as a 17. That one still makes sense to me. And yeah, Barrier Dead, 18.25. Barrier Dead's still on top, baby. Wait, no. Poison uh, the Well definitely the on top. Yeah. And that's going to hold up until. They're only chasing safety or the opposite of December or of malice. Yeah, and that's the thing. Um, I haven't revisited the lyrics of of malice in a long time. I think that record might get a perfect score. Yeah. Uh, Depending uh, I, on the lyrics. Still amazing. I'm yeah. going to let you know that. Um, I know they're only chasing safety won't get a perfect score. but Oh, that one's going to be so close. It's going to be very high. I think it's going like to break 20. 5 or something it's gonna like that. It's going to break 20. Um, just because a boy a boy brushed red is a little corny. Um, yeah, that's fair. Um, but 
uh spoiler we are talking about that one soonish so yeah what's next um, what's what's next on the docket i don't remember next week we're saying goodbye to the gallows oh fuck okay we're talking to Muir. hell yeah i i'm stoked man i loved a mirror i don't love a mirror anymore i i really me and you both were like this record at the time Oh, I didn't know you liked it. I remember seeing them after I was a little bit out. They just were on a big show that I was yeah. at. And during the Won't You Be My Bride part, literally no floor. Everyone was running towards the stage. And I turned around and walked away. I was like, this sucks. This is so corny. So I'm not excited to revisit it. Damn. I'm interested to revisit it. Excited because it's like, Especially like their later stuff, like what it was. Excited yeah, to I see like where they started. Suck his from. dick right now. Yeah, I feel like you fucking love it. I feel like it was a little better, but then I like showed Russell uh, what we we're talking about, and she was just reading the lyrics on the Spotify thing, and she's like, "What?" So it's bad. Won't you Probably. be my bride? Is a bad song. Um, I still yeah. cry to the Bayside CD every day. <laughs> that song I remember liking that song a lot. Was that the same song? It's the song before. Okay. And um, now it's all the game. We play it back and forth. Oh man, you're bringing memories back. I had a I had a giant green Amir shirt. Did you get like sense memory from that? Yeah. That's fair. I'm feeling a little nauseous. <laughs> get some, um, go get some breakfast. I already I did. I get a McGriddle. I did. Did you actually get a McGriddle? No, I got a McChicken biscuit and a sausage McMuffin, two hash browns, a coffee, and an orange juice. That's my breakfast order from McDonald's. The chicken biscuits are great. Yeah. It's like a McGriddle is when I'm really going hard. Fair. Um, like a McGriddle. Yeah. That was Dear Diary. Uh, my teenage has a body count, like from first to last. Um, next week, we're going we're gonna to talk about heavy, heavy shit for like the first time. I will say. This is just like moshy breakdown. But like not even the, like there's barely any like hardcore influence in it. This is like the like out at Barrier Dead, there's hardcore influence. This is like battlecore influence mosh. This is what happened because of the Acacia strain. Thirty seven fifty fucking did this. Yep. It's Vincent. And that's a you diamond that's a cut. That's a record we'll talk about too. Yeah, see, straight edge side projects. He had one <laughs> called Cog Punch. <laughs> Cock Punch! I loved Cock Punch! The dude from Remember Never, X Bishop X. Fucking rocked. Um, One did rock. 18 Visions, Rain. 18 Visions was Straight Edge. Yeah, but then they had the side project, Rain. The initial side project was actually Throwdown. Yeah, but then Rain. Bleeding through. You all Straight all say, Edge fans. Do you want to say, do you want to wake up to the sound of Rain? Uh, no, I tell Taylor he we're gonna go to sleep to the sound of rain. <laughs> then I'd put on the song that goes X X X motherfucker. <laughs> song, great song. Man, uh, I miss that. I miss I miss straight edge side projects. Same here. I'm gonna start one. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Let's let's end it. Let's go. Um. Yeah, that's it. We're done. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got to say thank you to people. Uh, thanks to Chris from Youth Energy for our uh, artwork. Yeah. Uh, it's sick. I gave him a little prompt, and he made the coolest thing in the world. 
Um, hey, thanks. make something metalcore. All right. And that was it. <laughs> you yeah. nailed it. Uh, thanks to Isai for our music. Um, Welcome. Thanks to you all for listening. Check out our socials. Get in the pit on Twitter and Instagram. Or get in the pit pod on Twitter and Instagram. Um, hit us I up. Space Friendster, uh, Live Journal, Empire Freaks. Yeah. Yeah, hit us up. Interact with us. If you got if you got like stories from around here, bands you want us to cover, we probably I don't think we're gonna miss anything. I don't, but if you things... also have like C and D level fucking like core bands that are like regional, send them yeah. our way. Yeah, because we um we have very similar but varied interests. So like it's gonna be it's gonna be all over the place. I there's a lot of things I'm unfamiliar with. Those are going to be fun records to talk about. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm familiar with most of these. Yeah. Definitely get um, to like some of the older stuff like Cave-In. Yeah. Because yeah. I just miss because of my age. Yep. Yep. But um, yeah, hit us up. Um, if you like it. Oh, do the rating stuff. Rate us on like, iTunes. Rate us. Or share Apple us with your podcast. friends. iTunes doesn't exist. If you like yeah, listening to like fucking podcast about music and then go listen to the record too and then tell us what you think about it yeah also if you think we'll, we gave it a fair score maybe we'll read we'll have an episode where we just read submissions from the fans yeah um tell us that we suck tell us that like we're good yeah. i don't know yeah. my friend say that yeah um and so yeah. we're probably gonna one day talk about like bands that are current too as far as like that are going that want to get some Extra press, hit us up with your band if you're playing something in this realm. Yeah, if hardcore like, metalcore, fucking send it over. Yeah, if you sound like fucking Haybreed, um, hit us up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, but you know, if you sound like fucking Dying Wish or uh, Jesus Peace or you know all those all those metalcore bands, um, listen to that new Inclination record that's really old. Fucking by the time rocks. you'll hear this, um, listen to Rejection Pact every day of your fucking life. In the witness um, chamber because it's the heaviest fucking band. Yeah, it fucking make um, me want to fight people. Yeah, shout out Boise, Boise on top. Like Axe to Grant said, um, if you like hardcore, listen to Axe to Grant. It's a good podcast. If you listen to this and not that, that's a little weird. But if you, yeah, if you, if you wear tight, if you wore tight jeans at any point from 2004 to like 2010, yeah, better be listening to this shit. I'm just saying. That's true. That's true. You've got if you've got a a regretful tattoo. Of a band of this era, uh, send it my way. I wanna, I wanna see. If you wore a bandana in your back pocket, tell your friends. Uh, if you probably enjoy this. You wore a zip-up hoodie that was a little too tight. Yeah, yeah. If you uh, own the move hoodie, <laughs> in the right place. Shout out me. <laughs> gold foil move hoodie, baby. You have uh, a gold foil wins a plague shirt. You're in the right place. Yeah, I didn't have that, but I fucking that was the last one. But the animosity one. one too. Yeah. Winds of Plague was my last one. Fair. When I heard that and I was like, this rocks. Okay, I'm out now. I'm done. Um Yeah, All right. that's it. That's the episode. Um See you later, motherfuckers. Yeah. A chance to dance. <laughs>